So I want us to spend a little bit of time, just a few minutes, uh, back in that passage that we had read for us in uh, on page 1161 in the Bibles. It starts, then it goes very quickly onto page 1162 in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. This is a, a passage written by uh, the Apostle Paul. It's in God's Word. Uh, the Apostle Paul, as many of us will know, was a leader in the in the church in the first generation uh, after Jesus' uh, life and death. And he's writing this letter to some Christians in a city called Corinth. And in the passage we read, he's explaining to them what made him, as an individual, live in a different kind of way, a new kind of way. It was different to the way he used to live. What's changed, he says is that he now wants people to know Jesus just for themselves in the way that he does. He's come to know Jesus for himself in a very real way. And the Apostle Paul in this letter, as he writes, says, I want other people to know that, and I'm living my life because of that. Now, some people misunderstood the Apostle Paul. Uh, Some of the people in Corinth kind of criticized him a bit, kind of accused him of being a bit crazy. That's why he says in this passage, if I'm out of my mind, it's for for God. Uh, If if I'm uh, in my mind, rather, it's for you. If I'm out of my mind, you could say it's for God kind of thing. Uh, they, They were misunderstanding in some ways, but he's showing them that this new way of living for him is not some wild, crazy, kind of off-the-wall kind of idea that, that just applied to him. No, he's saying, I'm going to tell you where this comes from, where this new way of living comes from. And when you realize where it comes from, you'll see that it's not just for crazy Apostle Paul. It's actually for anyone who's kind of got the stuff that, that that's driving him to live the way he lives. You see, that's what he's saying in this little passage. And he starts off by saying, look, it's all about Christ's love. He said, Christ's love, he says, compels us. It drives me. And he knows, you see, as we many of us know, that Jesus has made it possible for us to be really loved by God, to be accepted by him, to be welcomed into his family. And the Apostle Paul feels that love. He knows it in his experience. He says, this love of Christ, I I know that. It's kind of part of me. And that's partly what drives me on to live the way that I live. But it's not just that he's um, experienced a feeling. He is experiencing a feeling. But he says, no, he says, you notice there, he says, actually, Christ's love compels us because we are convinced about something. He says, we're convinced of something. We know that something is true. It's something that I know we need, says the Apostle Paul. I'm convinced of it. It makes sense. It's something about the way things really are in the world. And he says that love of Christ that he feels, that he knows, is based on that truth about Christ, that Jesus is the way to know God. Not just for Paul, But for anyone, it's for us. We know God that way too. He is our Savior. We've come to know Jesus, and we've come to know God through Jesus, and we can identify with that. And look what he says about this truth about Jesus in these verses. Verse 14, he says, We're convinced that one has died for all. Jesus has died, he said, 
Uh, and I'm convinced of that. We just sang about that early. Actually, there was no collusion on these songs at all, was there? They didn't know what I was going to speak on. But lots of what I'm going to say now matches the songs amazingly. So uh, the Apostle Paul says here, the Bible says here, Jesus died and he died for all. He died for people. Why? So that those people can stop being dead spiritually and come alive. And how do they change in verse 15? Well, he died for all that those who live, those who come alive, what's different? No longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. That's how they change. That's how we change when we come to know Jesus. We stop living for themselves. We stop living for ourselves and we start living for him. Why? Because Jesus has been raised and we've been connected with him. See, that's the problem. What's wrong with the world? (laughs) Well, once, you know, uh, you remember G.K. Chesterton? He wrote the Father Brown stories. Now, the Father Brown stories, if you watch daytime TV, the Father Brown stories G.K. Chesterton wrote are nothing like the stories in the daytime TV. Well, maybe a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. But G.K. Chesterton uh, was a Christian who wrote uh, to help people understand God better. And actually, the Father Brown stories are part of what he was doing. He he wasn't as good as C.S. Lewis, but he was on the same kind of track as C.S. Lewis in doing that. And G.K. Chesterton uh, once got involved with a series of letters in the Times. uh, And the letters of the Times were about the subject, what's wrong with the world? Some of you have heard this before. Sorry about that. Some of you haven't, so don't give it away. But anyway, what's wrong with the world? And and you know what they say when you when you get a letter in the Times, people usually how they sign it off. Well, he, he wrote this letter, dear sir, what's wrong with the world? I am your sincerely, G.K. Chesterton. Well, uh, you know, because in the Times, usually you know, when you formally write, you write your letter and you say, I am yours sincerely, and so on. That's that. Uh, if you didn't understand, that's why that is. What's wrong with the world? We are. What's wrong with what's wrong with us? We live for ourselves naturally. We don't live for other people, and we don't live for God. And Paul says here, the Bible says here, when we get to know Jesus, that changes something. Deep changes in our lives. It can be different. You see, it doesn't have to be like that. We don't have to live for ourselves. We can live for Him who died for us and was raised. How has that happened? Verse seventeen. Well, it says when we start living with Jesus, there's a new creation. Everything changes. We keep, we are completely different. We're part of something completely new. Verse 16 says we now don't see things from the same point of view. Now things look different from where you're standing. I don't know whether I dare do this. If I had a very small person who was, um, just, uh, I don't, I won't do it, go wrong. Imagine you're very small, uh, and you're down at this level, okay. If you're like, maybe like Bethany, she's under the table, or maybe like the other Bethany, or Josh, right? Uh, and I said to you, can you see somebody at the back of the hall? You won't be able to see them. But, if, if you were taller, or you got up onto the stage, I should have rehearsed this, and then could have got one of the children to do it then you'd be able to see someone at the back. Why? Because you're looking from a different place. You know, if you want to try and find your way around Waterloo Station, when it's really, really busy, as some of you, I see you nodding, know what that's like. I've only seen pictures, I haven't been there for years, but I did go recently, and it was very, very busy. You don't know the way, well, 
If you get up into, are there restaurants around the top? Yeah, if, you, if you're up in one of those restaurants, you look down, you can say, oh yeah, so that's where I, that's where I need to go. I need to get through those 20,000 people in front of that platform to get to my train. Where we stand, where we are, helps us to see things differently. And the Bible here is saying that when we get to know Jesus, we start seeing more. We start seeing things differently because there's a whole new creation going on. A creation in us. God has given us new life and a new creation in what God is already doing in his people and will continue right up until the whole creation is renewed in a a sudden event later on. So we can look at 2018 differently. That's what I'm saying. We can see our lives in a new way because our eyes are open to the truth that God has started a new creation. We're part of it. Everything can be new for us. Christ has died so that we can live for him and not for ourselves. And his love can lead us forward as we go into 2018. And that means if we have this new life ourselves, well, it can be so for other people, can't it? If we've experienced it, why can't somebody else? So the first little thing I want to say is this. Why can't we look, go into 2018 looking for new life? Because there is new life. Jesus has done it. He's done all that's needed for other people to know him and for us to know him better. Now, here's something. Oh, I've asked you your reaction to the video. Sorry, my slides are running a bit late. Now, let's spend about five, seven minutes. You might like to get yourself another drink and talk to each other on your table about this. Uh, There's a couple of questions there. How can we see our lives in a new way? How can you, how can I, how can you, how can we as a church be looking for new life? Not for us, but for other people this year. That's one thing you could talk about. Or you could talk about this. Jesus died for us, we've just read, so that we could live for him, not for ourselves. What do you think is the difference between living for Jesus and living for yourself? Okay? I'm not going to ask you the answers. You know, you don't have to shout in my friend. Just to help you together. Help each other understand, see what you think about it. Okay, go. If you don't, you don't have to. If you don't want to, don't. That's fine. Get yourself a cup of coffee or sit at the edge. But anyway, five, seven minutes of chat uh, about that and a cup of coffee. Okay. Anyone want to say something? No, it's fine. It's early, early days. That's okay. There are other things we can do. So what we were thinking about before was that we can look for new life. Because we uh, other people can know Jesus for themselves in the coming year. And we can be like the Apostle Paul. She's not just a crazy thing for him. It's true for any of us who've been brought to life by Jesus. We can be pushed by the love of Jesus. We can be convinced about the truth. And we know that we've become new. And if we've become new, then others can too. 
we can see everything in a new kind of way. Now, I, I want to think a little bit now, just for a few minutes, about what this new way of living is like for us. Not just do we look for new life, but we could be looking for new living in 2018. And a passage I'm looking at in the Bible is on page 1184. So if you'd like to just turn up 1184, it's in Colossians chapter 3. I'm just going to remind us of it. We spent a whole message on this earlier in the year. Uh, If you want to find it, you can find it online. Louise preached a great message on Colossians 3, at this part of Colossians 3 then. So there's a bit more detail there. But I want us just to highlight some things on this theme of Oh, what does it look like? We'll look at this passage in a moment or two, if you've got it, on page 1184. See, we already saw, didn't we, just now, that when we begin this new life with Jesus, when we turn from ourselves, when we turn from sin and trust in God, then it's like we come to life. We get a new life inside of us. The Holy Spirit brings Christ's life and truth into our experience. And you remember baptism, when you get baptized, that is a symbol of coming to life in Jesus. Every time we baptize somebody here under the, in the pool, we say that. It's a symbol of a new life, of being connected to Jesus in a new way. We used to live for ourselves and just do what we want that's what sin is doing just what I want rather than what God wants and uh, we leave that behind us we're baptized that way of life comes to an end because Jesus has died and been raised and so our old way of living can die with him we're with Jesus now and baptism when you go under the water when you get baptized is a sign of dying to your old way of life and then you come up out of the water and it's like um, coming alive and we're living a new life with Jesus and it's a symbol. And remember in Romans 6 where that is all explained there's a little phrase in there it says we live in newness of life. We live a new life when we become a Christian and when we start to follow Jesus. And that new living is something that we can do together as Christians in a community. And that's what this passage in Colossians 3 is about. So from verse 9, let's just look at what it says here. It's very practical. It says, do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. There are all the different divisions there were in the world of of that this was written into. But that's not the big thing it says there. It's uh, But Christ is all and in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved... Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful 
Let the message or let the word of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Just look at, down at some of those verses. Look at what verse 9 says. Verse 9 there, it says, you have put off your old self. The person you were with all that sinful stuff has been taken off. And you've put on a new self, verse 10. And that new part of you, that new life you have, that new self, as it were, it says there that God is renewing, God is changing, God is keeping. We, 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 we talked earlier about the new creation. Well, here's the same idea, isn't it? Then verse 11 says... There's a new community where all divisions don't matter. It doesn't matter whether you're a, a male or female, you're a slave or free, what country you're from. The main thing is Jesus. And anything that divides us doesn't matter that much. Jesus matters more than all of those things. In this new community, says the Apostle Paul, says the Bible here. Could we be fresh and new like that in 2018? Really diverse, where we can be really international, where wherever you're from, it doesn't matter. Whatever your past is, it doesn't matter. What matters most is Jesus. That would be good, wouldn't it, to be at that kind of church in 2018? Living new life, a new way of living like that, in community, together, having put off the old self. And look at verses 12 to 15. There's a new way to handle relationships. It talks about love being expressed in forgiveness, no grievances, being like the Lord. It talks about peace ruling. It says you're one body and don't let anything take your peace with each other away. That would be good, wouldn't it? We could have that new living among us. Verse 16 talks about the word of Christ doing the work as you let it live in you. It's a picture of helping each other understand the word. It says you teach and admonish one another. With wisdom. We help each other understand it. That's why get in a home group if you're not in one. Or that's why we have these little kind of table discussions. What are we doing there? We're helping one another to understand and to, to, to live the word we've just been reading. And then the Holy Spirit enabling worship. It says, look, sing songs from the Holy Spirit. Sing with your hearts full of gratitude. And then in verse 17 it talks about a lifestyle where all you say, where, sorry, where what you say, what I say, and what I do are equally matched. Whew, it's hard, isn't it? It's easy to talk the talk, much harder to walk the walk. Paul is saying, whatever you do, whether it's in word or in deed, you do it for Jesus. It ties it all together. That would be good. What a picture of how our church could be in 2018. A new life that we live with each other. It says we've taken off the old self. And so we're putting on the characteristics of the new self. And those characteristics are there. And Lou talked about that in that message I referred to earlier in the year. It's almost like new clothes. It says, look, you've got a new self. You've got a new way to live now. We're new. And we're being renewed. Now, imagine you became slimmer of the year, I suppose. In, I know some of us go to these slimming uh, groups or you, know, or you say, you say, you know, you've been to that and you've, you've got an award or somebody's lost, you know, many, many, lots of weight. 
Well, they wear different clothes, don't they? You wear different clothes. You, you don't, you know, if, if you're, if you become different, you wear different clothes that fit. And Paul is saying, we've become different. We've got this new self. So we, we put on these things that God has given us, ways to live with one another that are different. And maybe sometimes we can help each other. Maybe we need to say, not about our actual clothes, but sometimes we might just say, someone, actually, you know, what you just said or did to me, are you wearing the old clothes? You know, are you wearing the clothes of the old life? Are they a bit baggy? <laughs> Should you put the clothes for your new life on? And then you'd be a bit more forgiving or gracious or kind or not caring grievances or whatever. So we know that Jesus gives new life in 2000. So in, as we go into 2018, let's know that Jesus gives new life. Let's keep reaching out to others so that they know that live, that new life. But also let's keep that new living for ourselves as well. So when people hear us banging on about new life or talking about it occasionally, which is more likely and more realistic, They've seen something new in us and in the community that we're part of and they may share occasionally. That way they're more likely to see it for themselves as they see it in us. New life, new living. Can we go that way as we go into 2018? The band are going to lead us in a, a, a song as we respond to that, those kind of truths. Uh, and then we'll do some family news and uh, bring our time to an end.